Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, boy. This is not a surprise that the Wolves fall to a really good team in the Phoenix Suns. It's just how ugly the game was. Welcome in to Timberwolves tonight. You're on News Talk 830 WCCO. And for the next 30 minutes, we will talk Timberwolves basketball as they fall to 5-7 and seven on the season and they lose tonight at Target Center to the Phoenix Suns, 129-117. to 117. Uh, I'm your host, Henry Lake. Let me give you the phone numbers, 651-461-9226. If you're leaving Target Center and you want to vent a little bit, have at it. If you're at home and you watch the game, 651-461-9226, wherever you may be. If you want to talk Timberwolves basketball, if you want to vent and talk about what's frustrating you about this team, it's all yours. I'm frustrated. I was at Target Center tonight. I'm at Target Center every night during the week when when there is a home game. And the question that I posed on Monday is still there. And I actually think that I have an answer to my own question. And the question that I posed on Monday night is the way that this team is currently constructed, is this fixable? Are the Timberwolves fixable? Is this situation fixable? And the answer that I've come up with is no. I, I don't I don't think that it's fixable. How can we make the most of a bad situation right now? And I say bad situation because I just think that I just think that that right now, um, when you look at everything, that there's no trade out there that you can make, and you're not trying to make a trade this early in the season. You're trying to figure out how to. Oh, this is such a struggle. You're trying to figure out how to make the new-look Timberwolves work. You're trying to figure out how to make the Rudy Gobert trade that you gave a lot up for, how to make that work. And I don't see it. I don't. I don't don't see that that it's going to be something that's going to work out. Now... I know that it's very early in the season. I know that the, the team is 5-7. and seven, But you're not playing good basketball at home. And my fear is that fans are about to check out here on the team, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet. So I don't know what's going on with Anthony Edwards. Um, he's struggling to find himself. He was 4 of 12 tonight. It's been a bad stretch here for Ant lately. 11 points, 6 rebounds, 3 uh three rebounds, rather, six assists, uh, a couple of steals. 
But it's not good basketball from Anthony Edwards. And we know what Anthony Edwards can be. Um, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, it looks good to have 20 points. It looks good to have six assists. I didn't think it was a great night. Carl Anthony Towns, he took seven shots. He was in foul trouble early. Rudy Gobert, stat line looks good. This is the only person in my estimation that played well tonight. I I give you two. Jaden McDaniels and Jalen Noel. Those two played well tonight. Jaden was the guy when they were trying to go on runs, and they never really truly went on a run. But when they were trying to get back into the ball game and try to make a run, it was Jaden with his 24 points, eight rebounds, and three assists. Jalen Noel is a spark plug off the bench, 14 points in 23 minutes for Jaden. But I guess the number one culprit in terms of what's going on with the Wolves, defensively, we just we don't have it, man. And I get that it's Phoenix, and Phoenix is a good basketball team, and Devin Booker is one of the best players in the league. But this is not good enough. There was no Chris Paul tonight. There was no Cam Johnson tonight. It did not matter. Mikel Bridges set the tone for the Phoenix Suns tonight. He had 31 9 Five and four steals. You talking about filling up the box score? That's a stat stuffer right there. And oh, by the way, Devin Booker, just 32 points, 10 assists, four rebounds. And he's amazing. We know that. Campaign with 23. <sighs> 651-461-9226. I don't think that I'm going to get a call tonight. I honestly don't think that I'm going to get a call tonight. I do have one. Okay, all right. T- tell me who the name is. I, d- I don't have everything pulled up here. I'm um, I'm out of it right now. I'm uh, sorry. It's uh, Ben, and he's just leaving Target Center. Ben, leaving Target Center. What's up, Ben? Yeah, ben. I mean, I. hey. Hey, what's what's going on, my man? I'm uh, wondering if I'm going to make it as a Wolves fan this season. You were there last night. I got to give you props. I got to give you credit. You haven't bailed on the team right now, but man, that's uh, it's been kind of a weird start, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I have two questions, which is, how much longer can they keep keep going to D'Lo uh, when I just think he consistently does not get the offense moving in the way that ways that it needs to? And then number two, you already asked it. And you said you didn't know. I don't know either. But what's going on with Anthony Edwards? I, I, I just don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on with Anthony Edwards. I, I don't. I, I, but, but to be honest with you, I'm not just going to lay it at the feet of Ant. I don't know what's going on with the squad just in general. It's, it's, it's unbelievable yeah. that they're struggling to this degree. It's, it's, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Yep. Thanks for the phone call, Ben. I appreciate it, man. All right, 651-461-9226. Let's go to Josh. He's leaving Target Center. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's up? Happy to to be on. So uh, heading back from the game, first quick thought is this team just needs to go on the road. I mean, they got to take the pressure off of playing in, in front of their home crowd, come together as a team. And just, you know, be the dog for a minute. You know, I think we're missing a little bit of Pat Bev. Um, just want to see some guys go at it and take a lot of pride and D up and just get in people's face. And 
hopefully we can get on the road. But, uh, you know, watching Jalen Noel, I mean, he's creating out there. He's doing so much. How long until, you know, he starts getting a little bit more minutes than D'Lo? D'Lo had a good game tonight, but at the end of the day, you know, we're that, that first lineup is just not doing their job. I'd like to hear what you got to say about that. All right, thanks for the phone call from Josh, leaving Target Center as well. I don't view um, Jalen Noel as a guy that is a starting point guard in the NBA. That That's not really his role. His role is to come in there um, to create some offense and get buckets. He's they're, they're, he's a different type of player than D'Angelo Russell. He's a different type of player than Jordan McLaughlin. So I just don't think that Jalen Noel is the guy that you have to look at in terms of a starting point guard situation. Um, if you're talking about starting somebody at point guard, you'd be talking about Jordan McLaughlin. I don't think that D'Lo is coming out of the starting lineup, number one. Um, number two, let, let me be clear about this, okay? And, and I want every single Wolves fan that's listening to the show to understand this. I thought that Patrick Beverly played well for this organization last year. He was a shot in the arm, and he his intensity, his defense, all that stuff, he knocked down more shots than I ever would have imagined from Pat, uh, Pat Bev last year. We give him that. But everybody's talking about Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly. The heart and soul of Timberwolves basketball last year was Jared Vanderbilt. I'm telling you that right now. I, I Look, it, it's fine to, to, to miss Patrick Beverly. The heart and soul of Timberwolves basketball last year was Jared Vanderbilt. He was a dog. He was intense. He was max effort every single night. That's the guy that you miss more than Pat Bev. So, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's, I'm just looking at this squad, and I'm not sure that it's fixable. All right, we're talking Timberwolves basketball here on News Talk 830-WCCO. It's Timberwolves tonight. We'll take a break. We'll come back, get to more of your phone calls next. All right, welcome back. Timberwolves tonight, News Talk 830-WCCO. Wolves fall tonight. To the Phoenix Suns, 129-117. to 117. We're taking your phone calls here at 651-461-9226. The Wolves head out on the road for a four-game road trip, and they start against the uh, the team that knocked them out the, the playoffs last, last year. That will be the Memphis Grizzlies Friday night, 8.30 uh, tip-off, 8 o'clock pregame with Cal Soderquist here on The Good Neighbor. All right, uh, let's get back to the phone lines. Let's go to Walter. Who was called in? He wants to talk about the uh, the Timberwolves. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, Lake, hey there. Hey, what's going on, Walter? Well, hey, oh, Lake, a whole lot. It's a whole lot going on, you know. And uh, you know, but you, you know, you just made a point uh, just before the commercial that you had. Yep. And uh, you made a point about you know Jared Vanderbilt. Yep. And I I I, I have been uh, uh, I tell you what I'm I'm, I'm in agreement uh, with you without a doubt. And 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 not only that. You know, Jared Vanderbilt, along with with, uh, Malik Beasley and Patrick Beverly, they were the shock troops of the Timberwolves team last year. They provided a lot of energy and a lot of determination, and and it resulted in positive things happening Mm -hmm. for the team. And now those guys are not there. Yep. So who replaces the shock, the ability to come in with that, Spirit and that fire. Who replaces that for the Timberwolves? Well, l- listen. In the opening week of the season, I said on Timberwolves tonight, and I also said it on the Lake Show. I said, "Who is going to be the person 
that is going to step up and be the energy that this team needs. And quite frankly, we haven't gotten an answer to that yet. Well, because two thirds, uh, two thirds of that is in Salt Lake City. Absolutely, yeah, for and sure. It's just a Lake. It's just a fact. I mean, I, I'll tell you what. I am ecstatic with what our guys are doing. I, I, I just think that having uh, Malik Beasley and having Jared Vanderbilt, and uh, they've they've just done a, a, a beautiful job of, yep. of blending it. Yep. We're 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 a team of scrappers, is what we are. Nobody thought we were going to do anything. Colin uh, Colin Cowherd got on the television and said we're. Uh, the bottom one of the bottom feeders of uh, the, the 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 NBA, and uh, but that's not yep. that's uh, he tried to say something the other day yep. Yep. about us, but he couldn't even get, he couldn't even he couldn't even get his words together. I hear you, I hear you. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Walter uh, checking in on the Wolves, and he's right. Like guys that meant a lot to this organization and this team are playing in Utah right now. Let, let me get to something real quick because I'm in the studio and I got the monitors up. And one of our monitors is on the Clippers-Lakers game on ESPN. They're at halftime. This is utterly embarrassing and it's it, it, it should never happen. But <laughs> Richard Jefferson just was talking about the Timberwolves And the moment tonight where we had four players on the court, four, not five, not one, two, three, four, five. You had four players on the court, and D'Angelo Russell is waiting to check in, and the game's going on. The world is seeing us tonight as a team that had four guys in the game. That's just unacceptable, man. What are we doing? Let's go to Corey. He's leaving Target Center. What's up, Corey? Hey, Henry. You know, talking about that four players on the court deal, I was at the game, and I honestly feel like for most of our defense, we had four guys out there all night. The way that the Suns get wide open like that. I just don't understand what our offensive game plan is, except for the pick and roll with Rudy, pick and roll with someone else, and then they just play ISO ball because the next player wants to score points. What is our true offensive game plan? Until we play like a team, I don't see how we're going to do anything. I don't think we have one right now. I don't think that we have an identity, and you're right. Like, like we can see some obvious – like, the first the first pick and roll that they ran tonight with, between D'Lo and Rudy, that was the best pick and roll that I think that I saw them, them um, execute all season long. I turned to Jace Frederick. I'm like, man, that's the best pick and roll execution they've, they've had all year long. But after that, it doesn't matter if on the other end of the basketball court you give up open three-point shots. And by the way, let's just factor this in, okay? Let's keep it real. You're not going to win basketball games when you're turning the ball over 19 times. Jalen Noel by himself had seven. He had seven turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for the phone call. Six five one four six one nine two two six. That was Corey leaving Target Center. Let's go to Mike. He's leaving the game. What's up, Mike? Lake, where's? Where's the sense of urgency? Where's the speed with which anybody wants to play on this team? Like everything just seems really slow, really statuesque, really forced without, I mean, there's, it's like, there's no, it's not that there's no energy. It's just like, there's a complete lack of the idea of energy 
uh, on the entire team. It's not on the bench. It's not in the starting five. You can't find it from any of these guys. It's so frustrating. There was uh, more. In, there was more energy tonight. But what does that say? What does that say about Monday night? Because there was no energy on Monday night, and they talked about it in the post game. Like there was more energy tonight. But but quite honestly, and I don't know how you feel about this, Mike. But they just look lost out there, man. They look lost. It's lost, um, leaderless. So it, to me, it feels like you've got you've got big salaries, but you don't have a that big personality, that leader. I mean, Towns is. He he's the number one here. He can't be a number one in in any major program in, in this league. And the ball should go through Ant, but I can't tell if he wants it half the time. It, it's just the whole thing just seems like it's in just a state of disarray. Yeah, I, thank you for the phone call from Mike. And Mike brought up a great point. And, and let me mention this real quick. I can't remember which one of my colleagues said it tonight, but somebody asked the question. I don't know if it was Chris Hine or if it was John Krasinski, or if it was Jace Fry, I can't remember who it was, but somebody said, they, they, they asked the question, and we all kind of looked at each other, and we were, we were trying to figure it out, who was the leader? Who was the leader? That question was asked on Press Row tonight. Who was the leader? And none of us could come up with the answer. And that's a problem. Let, let's just be yeah. honest. When, when everybody asked the question of who is the leader, and not one of us can come up with who the leader is, no, that's not good enough. To, to me, if you're going to be a leader on this team, it can't be about talent. It's got to be about wanting to be that guy. Who wants to step up? And I, I don't feel it's in Cat's personality. I, and I kind of, you know, I, I agree with Mike that, I mean, Cat, he looks good on paper with that, but he's not that guy. I don't feel I, I feel like Ant should be that guy, but is he not ready for it? Like I just want to see a guy. I want to see a guy. Who is the guy? But who, who, wants, is the who wants to step up? Somebody needs to. Plain and simple. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. Come back. Final segment of Timberwolves tonight on The Good Neighbor. All right, final segment. We're going to get to another phone call here. Wolves tonight fall to the Phoenix Suns. 129-117. to 117. Mikel Bridges set the tone for the Phoenix Suns. He had 31 points, 9 boards, 5 assists, 4 steals. Devin Booker had 32, one of the best players in all of basketball. For the Wolves, they were led by um, Rudy Gobert with 25 and 11. The best player on the court tonight for the Wolves is Jaden McDaniels with 24 and 8 and 3 assists. And then after that, um, yeah, it it wasn't much of anything. D'Angelo Russell had 20, Anthony Edwards had 11, but um, no defense was was being played. I mean, the Phoenix Suns with uh, 129 points. All right, uh, let's get to our final phone call of the evening, and we go to let's go to Ricky. He's leaving the game. What's up, Ricky? Hey, what's up, Blake? I was at the game tonight, and uh, I know he had a decent game tonight, but I think overall our biggest problem is going to be D'Lo. Um, I just think that he can't guard anyone. He can't stay in front of anyone, and we really don't have any other great perimeter defenders to make up for that. We have a couple good wing defenders and Prince and McDaniels, but mm-hmm. they're trying to match up those guys against D'Lo tonight, and those guys trying to guard, or excuse me, uh, Booker, and those guys trying to guard, guard Booker in the quick and roll is just not going to work. Yeah, um, possession, you know, doing that down the stretch in games. So I think we need someone, a point guard, who can guard, and. Honestly, everyone is saying the Gobert, Gobert trade, trade didn't work, 
But I think what the issue is, is these players who already weren't great defenders and weren't great rebounders, now that we have Rudy in there, they think, oh, I don't need to rebound. I don't need to play defense because Rudy's going to be there to block a shot or grab a rebound. So I think it's made our bad defenders even more complacent, and it's not going to change until we make some moves. All right, thanks to the phone call from Ricky leaving the game, and and we, we clearly haven't gotten better defensively. Um, that is that is a fact. You know, the, one of the things I think that's tough is even in the games that we won, because we're five and seven, even in the games that we won, it hasn't been exciting. You know, and I think the fans are a little bit bummed at that particular point, and they're feeling like, man, what are we, what are we doing? What, well, how is this going to shake out? What's what's going to happen here? So I know it's extremely frustrating. Hopefully we can get back on track really soon. But, man, we've got a tough game coming up on Friday where we face the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, I think tonight you kind of get the sense that I feel like everybody that had called and had kind of given you their opinion, like I feel like everybody chipped in in such a way that everybody's – the fans are putting it together, right? I feel like the fans have a pretty good grasp of what we're seeing with this team. Yeah. And the kind of to go back to one of the first things that you said is that they've got to figure this out in house. There's no quick fix. Like even at the trade deadline, let's say you get to the point where you feel that you can make a move. Yeah. You've already traded all of your assets for Rudy Gobert. Yep. So, I mean, you've got to work. If, if you don't mind, though, there's one thing I'd, I'd like to play for you because yep. I think it kind of encapsulates tonight. Yep. Alan Horton, during the broadcast, was, you know, telling you, hey, this team's going to get it turned around, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, a lot of optimism. And then, you know, the Wolves, well, they, uh, I'll just let Alan speak for himself. So I think the Wolves can make hay, even though they've lost some games they probably shouldn't have, once it starts to click. And I do think Noel rubs off the Gobert screen, trying to feed it back to Rudy. It's picked off. Three on one, back the other way. Bridges lays it in. Ball game over with 8.18 left. Good Lord. Wolves do a couple of minutes of good things, and then they just look disastrous over the last two minutes. 6-0 Phoenix run, and they've closed the door. It's game over. Yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Not good at all. So last going to wrap it up. Hopefully we'll have a better night on Friday night. But uh, we will, uh, we'll talk to you leading up to, to the game on Friday right here on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830-WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.